Hello and welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with one jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Wow. Uh, we are outside of the holidays now. It is no longer uh, Christmas time. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. You ever see that TikTok that goes, uh, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, what can I do for you? And the guy's like, uh, clickety-clackety-duck. No. No. Oh. I guess you have a thing to send to me. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. If you know, you know. Like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I mean, I thought that I was uh, I was derailing the podcast by by rambling on there, but then then whatever that just was, maybe you know what? If I had seen it, it things would be very different right now. I'd repeat it because I I would, but I can't. But I would no, repeat yeah. it. But the thing is, um, I guess we, okay. Let's get this back on track. We got this. We got this. Okay. Ducks. All right. Ducks. Ducklet. Duckies. Swana. Swana. Competitive Pokemon. <laughs> hey, Confusion. That, oh, Ducks. duckies. Duckies. Yeah. Duckies. Okay, here we are. Yeah. 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 I needed to get myself back into this because I haven't, like, seen or touched anything Pokemon related in, like, three, four days. I noticed you got ahead. I was yes. like, whoa. Mike yes. must be busy the next couple of days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was not home. I was, uh, I was, I was, uh, sleeping over in multiple different places. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, just family houses oh, and stuff. We're house hopping. Yeah. Cause now that like, now that we're not so focused on COVID and sickness and all that kind of stuff, we're, we're like, okay, we can, we can be around each other. So, you know, we decide to go like an hour or two up north. We're like, uh, we could drive back or we could or? stay over and have breakfast the next day and then go back home casually. Why do I feel like everything in Canada is an hour away? Because it is. Yeah, that's what I think. It is. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to go like visit family, how far how far would you have to drive for that? Probably like 25 minutes. Wow. Yeah, and is that like a far distance, or you just drive fast the whole time? Twenty five minutes is my commute to work, but it's not most people's commute to work. New Jersey is the most densely populated state, Mike. State. Okay, we live on steak. top of each other. Yes, we are also the most densely populated state. If you're going to take everyone from New Jersey and put it into a ball of meat, yeah, it'll be very dense. <laughs> that's that's one dense meat a ball. That's a one dense meat a ball. Okay. What cool. what is this podcast? Mike made me record at 11, at like one in the afternoon. One in the do. afternoon, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. People listening were like, "Oh, one in the morning." Oh, yeah, that Mike he's he's pretty crazy, but nah. <laughs> like, it's one fifty seven. Like we're good. Yeah, <laughs> it's also because there isn't much to talk about. Pokemon didn't release no. anything new. For no, a very I mean long time. that's okay. That's okay. We have a bunch of Cerebi news. Like regulation F following its reveal at the start of the month. Now that the Indigo disc oh, yeah. is out. We have full details on the locality list for Pokemon in regulation F. Fun fact. Everything is allowed except for Therapagos and restricted. It's yeah. amazing. I think a lot of people were actually concerned that myself included that yeah. the new legendary paradox mons, including like walking wake and iron leaves wouldn't be allowed back because of how exclusive walking wake and iron leaves are. I was concerned 
because I have videos done until January already. Sure. <laughs> and it's like they have Walking Wake in there and they have Raging Bolt in there. So I could have just been playing a meta game that no one cared about anymore because it's not legal. Uh, which could have been a big issue. But I had faith that Game Freak wouldn't disappoint me. And Game Freak, like always, I'm not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to give you a second just to get the eyebrow raise in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the thing. I, like, I was wondering for a while how they were going to do Walking Wake and and Iron Leaves. Uh, but, like, it it just seems like they were just kind of waiting for the rest of the trio to be included in there. Now, you yeah. still can't get... Walking Wake and Iron Leaves, unless you're doing those uh, terror raid battles that have them in them. Uh, but they are giving another uh, chance for you to go and get them. And, you know, there's they have already given you, I want to say, two chances to go and grab either of them. I think it's two, yeah. Yeah. So give well, me three chances so and then going Wake. right into it. Why not? I feel like Walking Wake is actually going to be the meta-defining one. Uh, sure. We'll see. The other thing's actually really good in Sun. You're going to want it on your Sun teams, pretty much. I love a water type that's good in sun. They don't exist. No. <laughs> I love a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hydrapple, I'm I'm a little underwhelmed by, although it's fun. I am. Oh, a we're gonna do like a. It. We're gonna do like a, we should do that. Mm-hmm. Like a. Okay, two weeks has passed. What do we think of these Pokemon? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, Hydrapple. Yeah, as I say, just not eh, that great. It's okay. Kind of fickle beam feels a little fickle to me. I don't know. <laughs> Don't like it. Lo and behold, Fickle Beam is indeed mm, fickle. <laughs> um, Iron Leaves has always just kind of been not really meh. all that great. It's meh. It could do. It's good in terrains. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It's Executor otherwise. Our Chaludon is actually being used. Oh, that's legit, dude. Mm-hmm. That Pokemon's legit. Electroshot's really good. Did you know there's debate? going around of whether Archaladon is a pseudo-legendary or not. Really? Because traditionally in Japan, they used to call it like the 600 Club, or it's probably something different in Japanese, but you know. Okay. Translates to 600 Club is pseudo-legendaries. If the Pokemon's base stat hits 600 and they're not restricted, they are legendary. Archaladon hits 600. So Mm. it's like, okay. But then you got the... The Western audience saying, nah, dude, it's an Evo. Duraludon's not a pseudo. So it's like, where does this come in? Well, Pseudos also traditionally have three forms. Right. Three stages. Yeah, I mean, like, there's King Gambit that was added this this generation, but that even, like, base stats 550. No, uh, it doesn't hit 600. Yeah. If we're just <laughs> looking at it as, like, a 600 base stat total Pokemon, then, yeah, I guess our Chalodon would be considered a pseudo, but... But, uh, like, 105 of that goes toward attack. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of it goes toward attack. But still, yeah, I mean, you can make the same argument that there are pseudos that don't have great stats. Mm. I think Dragonite like, has really high special, too, right? It's like Dragonite can, in theory, be a mixed attacker, but it just usually goes for its base 134 attack. Yeah. Because, again, like, going back to King Gambit, right? Uh, it's got base stat total 550, but it's got a 60 in special attack. So if you subtract that from the base total, mm-hmm. it's got 490. And then you look at Archaladon, 105 attack, total base uh, 600, 
that's four ninety five. It's got five <laughs> five base stats more than King Gambit. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Does, I mean, it is the six hundred club. That's all mm-hmm. we have to say. I mean, if we're gonna include every stamina boost it gets on defense, it's actually a sure. restricted Pokemon. Like, yeah. I mean, the fact that it gets stamina on a one hundred thirty base stat total defense and ninety HP, like that's why it's good. That's, that's a pretty great. Yeah. Good, yeah. 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 Have you seen? Have you seen a lot of uh, our childons use stamina? Ooh. Yeah, all of them. Every single yeah. one. All of them. Not a wow. single stalwart I have seen. Stamina seems to be. The most consistent thing that it can do. And it makes sense, right? Because if you're going to run Stalwart, just run Eviolite Duraludon. Right. Stamina is the one thing our Chalodon has that Duraludon doesn't have. And it's one of the better abilities that it gets as well. Especially in a heavy physical meta like we're in right now. The mm-hmm. few Pokemon that can crit through this thing are Urshifu. You resist <laughs> Urshifu. So it's yeah. like, okay, sorry. Find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Find a special attacker. Oh, Psyche hears Snarl and Assault Vest. Good luck, special attacker. That thing doesn't die. Okay, so we've got our Chalodon. Good. Uh, S-tier. What, what <laughs> about Iron Boulder? But where's his shoulder? Um, but where's his shoulder? Because he has no neck. He's like this. <laughs> ah, I see. Got it. <laughs> um, Underwhelming. Not Hydrapple Underwhelming. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot better, but I do feel like it's typing hold, holds it back. It, it's And it's also at a point where it's just like, you miss Justified almost. You miss the whole Terracotta Whimsicott strategy. Because right. in theory, you can do more damage with a regular Terrakion and not lose that many stats and actually gain a lot less weaknesses. What is Terrakion's uh, typing? Was that Rock Dark? Rock Fighting. Rock Fighting. Did that hold justified. it back more than Rock Psychic? Uh, fighting's a better offensive typing than Psychic. Mm. Um, the the issue with Psychic on a physical attacker is that there's just no moves for it. There's Zen Headbutt, which misses 85% or 25%, 15% of the time. Mm-hmm. And then there's Psycho Cut, which is a base 70 attack. So it's like, what is the point? Right. Okay. Got it. And then on the other side of things, we've got uh, Iron Crown. Who legit. pretty legit, not necessarily as a psychic type for all of the same reasons that you're saying, but certainly as a as a steel type. Tachyon Cutter is great. Yeah, Tachyon Cutter is really good. Expanding Force is actually pretty decent on this mod as well. Mm. I think a lot of people are underestimating how many things got Expanding Force now because there's there's a lot of faster things than than Iron Crown that get it as well. I forgot the tachyon cutter is a special move. Actually, for yeah, a second there, I was thinking that it was physical. I'm like, what? That's not I good. learned the hard way that you can EV a Fluttermane to live it. Oh, really? Yeah, you can. Unfortunately, but 122 if you go, special attack. Really? Wow, that's mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, you can EV a Fluttermane to live it. Mm. Uh, but if you're like a regular Sash Fluttermane with with nothing on it, otherwise, you go down. The other, the one Pokemon that this really does deal very well with is is a Chen Pao. Because oh. you're going to be in Psychic Terrain and can't sucker punch you, and Chen Pao's are always sashed, so the Tachyon Cutter will just break it down to dead. That's interesting. I like that. All right, uh, Raging Bolt. Very good. Very good. Probably A tier. Uh, let's, let's pause on Raging Bolt, because I feel like that one is, I would say, one of the top, if not the top, uh, yes. uh, right up there with Walking Wake. But I think Gouging Fire is kind of an interesting Pokemon there. 
I feel like people are still figuring out gouging fire. Yeah. It's it seems like it's good and we know it's good. We just don't know how we know it's good. It also seems like a an Ente is might be better situation. Cause the thing that made Ente really good and the thing that gouging fire lacks yeah. is sacred fire. Mm. Base 100, 100 accurate fire move that burns you 50% of the time. Right. It's hard not to not to have that. Instead, it has burning bulwark, which is just a spiky shield that burns instead of damages. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to me, that feels like the same issue that like Zamazenta had. Where like they made this defensive Pokemon that, that 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 focused so hard on defense that oops we forgot to make it focus on you know competitive use mm-hmm. in VGC anyway in the, singles I can imagine that that gouge, uh, gouging fire is actually quite good. But oh, with Dragon Dance too, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the one thing about it. it does kind of need set up a little bit. Sure. It doesn't have too many weaknesses. It's weak to ground and rock. That's pretty much it. You could find a lot of Pokemon that can cover your weaknesses there. And I feel like it, it, it also suffers a little bit because the fire spot is currently getting sucked up by Incineroar right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so not too many teams are brave enough to run two fire types, especially in the, in the meta we have right now. So if the one spot is dedicated to Incineroar, you really have to overlook gouging fire, unfortunately. So maybe in, in a time and a place where Incineroar... Where everyone stops playing with their nice new little toy. Maybe it's not as good as they thought it was. Maybe right. it's just it's just the hype. Then there's more opportunity for gadging fire. It just came out at a very inconvenient time for itself because we got right. our cat back. Because everyone got the cat back. Let them play with that for a while. Um, okay, so going over to Raging Bolt though. Raging Bolt is kind of the I want to say it's a sleeper hit but honestly it was just kind of a hit from the get go its stats are too good the yeah. stats make too much sense overall this thing is tanky and hits hard like what else can you ask for its speed doesn't matter because you gave it a priority move that's also stab so right, <laughs> right. giving that uh, uh, thunderclap was huge yeah I've seen a lot of fairy terror I've seen a lot of steel terror I've seen a lot of grass terror there's a lot of mm-hmm. options for this thing essentially you don't want to have um, a dragon terra or an electric terra because you are defensive. You don't need help right. doing damage. Your booster energy will give your base 137 special attack even further boost. So you hit like a truck. The opponent has to play around your thunderclaps and you know what? Ground types became a lot more relevant now because of this thing. Sure. And then, I mean, the the whole idea too is just on that first turn when you send out your raging bolt, you can calm mind to yeah. kind of make it a big threat and mm-hmm. then you can spend the rest of your turns either protecting now that it's a big threat and people are targeting it or going for thunderclaps to go and take them out imagine if you had a Fluttermane that had a priority move right you would do the exact same Disgusting. thing you have protosynthesis yeah. to to boost it you have calm mind to boost it even more and then boom hit him with a hit him with a, a thunderclap easy peasy it's good man yeah it's definitely one of the better ones the fact that it gets protosynthesis, like that's that's huge. Protosynthesis is such a good move, such a good ability. And you know what's cool is that a lot of people are like, oh, we're they're gonna stop playing this once Miraidon comes out. You have to consider that this thing isn't gonna be on Miraidon teams. Which is funny because it's also really? the only Pokemon in the game to get uh, rising voltage. Because mm. <laughs> so it, it can't it can work in electric terrain. Right. Um, but this is gonna be played on Coridon teams. Cause protosynthesis, son. 
You're gonna want the sun out. Get the get the boost without having the booster energy. Maybe you can run even an assault vest on this thing already. So you get the plus one in special defense and the plus one in special attack. And what's cool is that you could also run rising voltage. So that when you're against Miraidon, you still have a choice. You still have an option. Thank you for the terrain. Here you go. It's wild. I mean, it still gets a benefit from electric terrain. Like this thing can be used on both both sides. This is the mm-hmm. I would say this is the only Pokemon that can be used either in the sun or in uh, terrain. The so other one is uh, Iron Leaves, ironically. Really? In what way? The Psyblade uh, gets boosted in both Psychic Terrain and Electric Terrain. I think. Really? User rends the target with an Ethereal Blade. The moose power is boosted by 50% if the user is on Electric Terrain. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you also get the 30% Psychic Terrain blade. boost if you're on the... Not Solar Blade, Psyblade. Yeah, yeah, but for Electric Terrain, but then you can also use Solar Blade. For Sun. Yeah. For the Sun, <laughs> yeah. You got options. <laughs> you got options with this guy, I guess. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> I like that, though. It's actually like not horrible, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that it'll be used. That situation seems a little too niche, but I mean, hey, would love to see it. I'm going to break it again. It's yeah. good in three terrains, because if they re- if a Roboom comes out, then your Solar Blade gets damage boost, too. Oh. Iron yeah. Leaves is good in three terrains. It's just not good in Dragon. And, uh, okay, well, maybe maybe now I'm rethinking it a bit. <laughs> maybe now I'm rethinking it. And then know. Terrapagos comes out and turns them all off. Oh. Oh, sorry. Why? What does that do? Terrapagos' ability turns off all terrains and sun and field effects. Wait. Hold on, I haven't seen this in a week. Terrapagos <laughs> does that? Yeah, the stellar one. Terrapagoat? <laughs> Bleh. Bleh. Terraform Zero. Is that it? Maybe. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Yeah. When Terrapagos changes into its stellar form, it, it uses its hidden powers to eliminate all effects of weather and terrain, reducing them to zero. GG. You just have to stellar a, a, a Terrapagos. No big deal. I, I saw a TikTok mm. the other day by by Moxie Boosted. I feel okay. like we are over. Like Terrapagos is going to be broken because uh, the what's it called? Astral Terra, Terra Astral Force, the the big astral scary beam yeah. that, that Terrapagos gets from Terra Stellar Star Terra. Storm or whatever. Yeah, it usually drops the special attack and attack by one every time you use it. But it doesn't for Terrapagos. Just, just, just because. <laughs> what are we for Terra Star Storm? Yeah, it doesn't. Nope. Oh, are you talking about the uh, stellar uh, effect? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So it doesn't uh, eliminate normal from the from the stellar use. What do you mean? No, it doesn't drop the special attack and attack by one. Is that that's like a, a thing? No, Terra Star, Star Storm is like the is uh and there's no way to resist it. It's the safest move in the game. <laughs> okay. I didn't know about the attack and special attack drop thing for Terra Blast, though. That's yeah. That's so so another thing you could do with Superior is become Stellar Terra Superior. And you get a plus Ooh. one there. <laughs> You'll get plus ones instead. <laughs> Oh, you done it. Welcome back. We just took like a five, ten minute break to figure Woo. out <laughs> exactly what uh what Terra Blast and Terra Star Storm did. 
We got there. We got we there, got in, there. In, one, in one piece. We were very confused, but now <laughs> we know. Here's the actual definitions of everything that we just said. Ignore everything we said before. It's, it's huge and crazy. So Terra Blast can be a stellar-type move. There are stellar-type moves, only two of them. Terra Blast, Terra Star Storm. Terra Blast uh, will lower your attack and special attack by one stage. And as Kevin was saying, if you use that on a superior... Uh, you can up your attack and special attack by one stage. So maybe you want to go and use that. Who knows? Uh, it's also always super effective against other terrestrialized Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And neutral to everything else. Right. And then Terra Star Storm, uh, when that becomes a stellar type, that changes to hit multiple opponents. So you can Scary. use Terra Star Storm as like your regular old Terrapagos, but it will just hit the one. And then, like Expanding Force, as you turn into Stellar, it, it changes to hit multiple. I, I feel like with Terrapicos, it's so correct, you almost always want to change to Stellar, right? Yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. And also, the one thing about Terrapicos that gets even more interesting is mm-hmm. that not only is Terra Star Storm a Stellar-type move, it's going to turn into a Stellar-type move, not only is it a spread AoE damage move, it also... Again, it's neutral to everything, uh-huh. including ghosts. Even though it's a normal type move, it becomes stellar. So n- ghosts do get affected by it. Mm-hmm. You don't lose the stellar boost each time you use it. So you can yeah. use that consistently with Terrapagos, who already has a base, what is it, 130 special attack when it's stellar type? And 160 HP stat. You could just use keep using that move with the boost over and over. And you there's no drawback. The more I the more I think about it, the more I think it makes sense that they have basically worked backwards from uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Because what they did was they, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, created Dynamax, their big you know their big uh, gimmick for the for that generation. But then they also created Zacian and Zamazenta, which mm-hmm. were like the anti. Uh, Dynamax of that. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is the this is the gimmick and this is the anti-gimmick. And so when you could use Zacian or Zamazenta, Zacian mostly, uh, people were using it on every team because Behemoth Blade was just so dang powerful on any Dynamax Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in this generation now, they have Terrapagos, who's like, okay, my ability cancels out the ability of the legendaries of this generation. And my uh, attack, Terra Star Storm, does extra damage to Pokemon who use the gimmick. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they took it a step further, huh? <laughs> yeah. Terrapagos, Stellar Form is pretty good. Plus, they good. went and gave that Stellar Form to anybody. That's like saying we were giving Behemoth Blade to every single Pokemon. But the effect is like kind of bad. But Terra, uh, Terra Blast, <laughs> mm, that's a really good move actually now. Mm-hmm. If you use it on a Terrastalized Pokemon, like any Pokemon could become a Terrastalized killer. I, I'm pretty much, this is a hot take, but I think that the best and probably only used stellar Pokemon is going to be Terrapagos. I agree with you, but now that you've said that superior superior with contrary uh, could benefit from that, I'm starting to think that like, yeah, maybe, maybe if po- you give enamorous, maybe if you give enamorous, maybe if you give a uh, superior 
Stellar Terra. And then the rest of your team, you don't give Stellar Terra. Mm-hmm. And then you just bust that out if you get like a, a scary terraform out there. But like maybe it's a it's a pretty good counter to that. Mm. To be good. The, the 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 interesting thing that having a stellar terra does do, mm. or or specifically the interesting thing that having a terrapagos on your team does do with the whole spread two times the perfected damage on terrestrialized Pokemon, it makes your opponent it puts yourself in a sense of security. Because it gives you a reason. It gives your opponents a reason not to terrestrialize, which means that I can just go for this move and always hurt no matter what. Right. And you can't switch into it. You can't do anything to it beyond like wide guard. But I guess wide guard stocks are going to have to go really high up when this Pokemon's introduced. <laughs> yes. Um, but it also convinces your opponent, hey, I'm not going to change my typing. Because if mm-hmm. I change my typing, I'm now no longer taking one times damage. I'm taking two times damage from this. That's no fun. What? And I mean, again, back at Terra Blast, like it does get in, it does get a power increase. Like Stellar Terra Terra Blast oh, okay. is base one hundred and not base eighty. I guess that's the that's the trade off. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of we as a society are writing off Stellar Terra kind of a little too early. We're looking at it and like eh, it doesn't look all that great at face value. But then if you look at some of the things it can do, well, it's actually pretty good. Guarantee they, yourself extra damage against terrestrialized Pokemon, like uh, you know. I think they they tried really hard to make this not broken, and it shows. Mm-hmm. But maybe in a way that they, they they found a way to actually balance it. I don't think it's underpowered. I think it's underutilized, and I think it's niche. It's more yes. niche than just changing your typing and being okay with it. Right. Right. Yeah. So I mean, will it just be used by Terrapagos? Will it be used by some other Pokemon? You decide. You let us know. If you've had some success with stellar types in the in the past. In the meantime, uh, in the previous episode, uh, I asked a question. Ooh. Uh, in one ninety six, the fiery beard, I said, what quality of life changes do you. <laughs> the question I said was, what quality of life changes do you the most in, <laughs> in the Indigo <laughs> disc? Do you the most? Oh, because it was 3 a.m. <laughs> What words were supposed to be in there? Uh, I feel like, like I put the most. Maybe? Yeah, you know, it probably was a mishmash of like three different sentences. What quality of life changes do you like the most? Do you expect uh, in the, the Indigo Disc? Do you enjoy? Did you experience the most? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amnesia says Flutter isn't top dog anymore. Oh. Mm. I don't know. After we look at these tour stats, I might have to disagree <laughs> with you. <laughs> it's still good. It might not be top dog, but it's still good. Right. Um, Jobo says the Pokedex remembering your last viewed entry. That's interesting. I didn't know that it did that now. Oh, it does that. Mm. I like how they made ability patch more accessible with the two free ones and the busted item printer got 10 so far. Have you used the item printer yet? Do you have to pay for that? Pay. I have to go back and actually do blood pressure points. Because you, you guys <laughs> have been having, yeah, you guys have been having BBQs without me. I'm a little sad because you guys all just group up, have BBQs while I'm at work. And I'm like, well, I can't have one right now. Then by the time I get home, everyone's in bed. That's fair. I have friends, so I have to do all the <laughs> BBQs on my own. So that means I don't have enough points for anything. You've also gotten very good at recording like the second you get home. So you, you're, you've got that going for you too. You're fine. You're fine. I don't need ability patches. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that it is really good. The uh, 
the ability printer, the item printer. Money is never an issue in this game anymore because if you can get ability patches that easily, you can mm-hmm. sell those for five hundred thousand Poké Dollars. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. Aiden says BBQs are amazing. Uh, before I didn't look for Union Circle friends. Now it's pretty fun. Some quests to take picks slash make sandwiches as a group. Uh, it sells the group feature of of uh, SV much better than before. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the fact that they had the Union Circle there going into this was was really good. But uh, they weren't able to use it very well until until this most recent uh, expansion with the barbecues. It almost feels like they tried it out. Yeah. Is this possible? How will this run? That that kind of was a lot of Scarlet and Violet to me. Mm-hmm. Was just like, does this work? Oh, it works. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, like mm-hmm. Coridon flying. Like, that's like, huge. I'm legitimately excited for the next game because... It's pretty much probably going to be this, but very flushed out because right. all the mechanics, all the, all the resources are in there already. We, we figured it out. Now it's it, like, what can you do with them? It does feel like we're playing Pokemon like red, blue right now. And the next one will be gold, silver. Yeah. Where it's like a lot of the things that they were trying out the first time around, they're like, yeah, okay, so let's, let's build on this. We have something pretty cool here. All right. Uh, Mewtwo and Altura says we can fly on that note. Honestly, yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Also, the synchro machine gave us adorable animations. I didn't know that was how Mewtwo ran. FYI, Mewtwo has two animations, flying and running. Yes, Garada can do magic tricks. Okay. I haven't played with the synchro stuff yet, but I've seen Mm. a lot of funny Twitter videos. Yeah. Uh, like I, things you you've seen, like Joltik, like just kind of bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my favorite is Toad Scroll, or or what's the little Toad one? School. It's Toad Scroll, right? Toad Scroll. <laughs> it's little yeah. legs. It goes so fast. <laughs> or like you could be Golden Go. You could play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and like surf around the whole map with Golden Go. That's pretty fun too. Mm. Oh, Calvin says I feel like everyone will say flying, but. Did you notice that after unlocking flight, you can glide for a lot longer without plummeting? That was a oh, subtle change that I really liked. It's infinite now. Yeah, you, you just keep going. Because before, what it was, it was it was almost like a an inverse yeah thing. What's this called? A bell curve? No, I bell curve so. is that one. Parabola. Yeah. Uh, school. Mm. So you you you'd glide for a little bit, and then out of nowhere, just exponentially drop you down to the floor. Now yeah. you just keep going forward, essentially. And you can fight it. You like you go like forward and down a little bit, mm-hmm. but you can fight it and go up cool. for as long as you want. Yeah. David says Terra shards are everywhere, and it's so nice. Oh, thank goodness, man. Yeah, you can gonna go and publish that one. That one's great. Uh, that, random that's comment. The best case, yeah. <clears throat> random comment says Alex. Though Embor has in its dex entry entry that it can use fire punches, it can't learn fire punch. Merrill Christmas. It can't learn fire punch. Watch it be able to learn like thunder punch and ice punch, but can't learn fire punch. (laughs) (laughs) Any (laughs) other kind of punch other than fire punch. And this thing is making me riot. Fiery punch. What is Embor? Is that like a wrestler? No, the wrestler is Incineroar. What is Embor even? Uh, It's not a single wrestler. Embor and I look up Embored and that was also. Anyone else Embored of Embor? Uh, Embor. What is it? Yeah, it's a mega fire pig Pokemon. That thing's not a wrestler. It's just a mega fire pig. 
Like, you can look at all these things, and, you know, like, you can look at Blaze can be like, oh, okay, I get it. Chicken fighting is a thing. Oh, hey, I get it. You know, um, that Wukong is in for Nape. Yeah, sure. Sun Wukong. Like, you look at Embor, you're like, what is this thing? It's just a fire angry thing. <laughs> it's just an angry pig. I will say, I did look it up just now. And while it can't learn Fire Punch, like, through leveling up, it can learn it through TM, which is fine, but it should be able to learn it through leveling up. I mean, it's dex entry. Again, it can throw a fire punch by setting its fist on fire with its fiery chin. It cares deeply about its friends. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's so out of left field. That's... <laughs> I love going to the mall today. I went to the mall today and then I jumped off a cliff. Like, yeah. well, where is this going? Like, yeah, <laughs> something like very deep into the etymology of the Pokemon. And then it what really it had for breakfast. <laughs> like this Pokemon can sever the tip of a mountain by slashing its hand down quickly. It, it also had loves eggs for breakfast. <laughs> its favorite hobby is skiing. <laughs> It takes its kids to school by car. (laughs) (laughs) Fiery beard, baby. It has a nice shiny, though. Have you seen the Ambor shiny? Uh, No. I think just making any fire Pokemon blue as a shiny should just be, like, canon. Like, just make all of them blue. Just any fire Pokemon? It's all fire Pokemon turn blue. I'm down. Now, if they made, like, flame... Are you serious? Another person with their horn... Uh, if they made like flamethrower blue, that would be, that'd be perfect. I think Hydrapple and, uh, Diplin are the only two Pokemon to actually have syrup bomb change color depending on their shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's transition now. Wait, before we do that. Yeah. What episode is this? 197. What number are we on? What Pokemon is this? 197. Uh, Pseudo Wudo. Nah. Okay. Really? I don't know. I'm gonna say it has to be later in the decks. Swinub. Swinub. Okay. Uh, where do you think Pseudo Wudo is? Like 130s? No, no, okay. that's, no, 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 wait, wait. It's You're talking Gen 1? Yeah. yeah, I'm Gen 1. <laughs> one seventy five. <laughs> okay. So technically, Uh-oh. you are right. <laughs> Wait, you really? are the closest to Sudowoodo's oh. actual number. Which but is? But you're closest by two. Sudowoodo is 185. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Swinub. I don't think I'm right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go again? This was 220. Swinub was 220. Yikes. Okay, maybe I'm a lot closer to the decks than I thought. <sighs> I feel like it's got to be like Murkrow or something. Dunsparce. Are you kidding me? Yo. Dunsparce. Murkrow is 198. Oh, so it's before. Okay, what's before oh, Murkrow? Hold what's up, hold one up. before Murkrow? It has to be a standalone Evo or a... Oh, there's so many standalone Evos in this game. Yeah. I will Giraffe say you're far off with, with Dunsparce. Giraffarig. Giraffarig is probably close. It's 203. We're, we're like six off. Swine, uh, D- Dunsparce was 206. Oh, hold on. There's some more standalones here. So Sneasel. No, be. Sneasel was later. Sneasel. Let's see. Sneasel was 215. So now. 
Okay. Uh, Crobat. Ampharos. No, I feel like Crobat is early. Ampharos is earlier. Crobat, Crobat was like 152 or something, right? Right. Oh, wow. Crobat was the starter of the generation. <laughs> yes. I don't know. They, they were really weird about it, man. <laughs> Crobat, 169. Yeah. yeah, it was 169. Nice. 152. <laughs> 152. It's the starter, you know? It's Chikorita. Oh, Crobat. Man. Yeah, like, I, I don't like that we're so close and we're probably going to have to look it up. Uh, hold up. We got this. Mill tank. Mill tank? Mill tank? That's 241. How? Why was that 241? You got that like so early on. I guess you didn't get it early on. You saw it. All right. Pokemon 197. Don't tell me yet. Let me guess one more time. Are you mad? I'm a little. Can you give me a typing? It's a, it is an evolution. Yeah, it has to be an evolution. Yeah. But. Or a standalone. But its evolution doesn't live in, or the, the, the pre, Prevo doesn't live in that Dex. Steelix? No. Oh, okay. What is it? That was my last guess. What was Steelix number? 208. Still a while. Coming up later. King It's Umbreon. Oh, I wasn't going to get that. No. I can I'm... tell you what 197 is. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and 196, I can guess what it is as well. Why? <laughs> it's probably Espeon, right? Oh, one, the one, one before Umbreon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, so uh, over, when was this? Over the weekend? Y- yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, December 27th. Day after Boxing Day, everyone got their new Switches and Scarlet and Violet and played it all night just to compete in the Tommy Tuesdays Hit and Run Christmas Tour. Can you explain to me what Boxing Day is before we get into this? I'm sorry, do you not have Boxing Day? Oh no, that's a Canadian thing. Well, I'm sorry, we don't do that. hold on. That's why, when I, that's when I said Happy Boxing Day to you, I try to go full Toronto. I said the business is true and the true is the business, Guaguan, you know? <laughs> I love you say guaguan. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Nothing you say means it's anything fair. when you're speaking Toronto. <laughs> it originated in the United Kingdom and celebrated in several Commonwealth nations. Oh. The attached bank holiday or public holiday is set to take place on December 28th if necessary to ensure it falls on a weekday. Boxing Day is also concurrent with the Christian festival St. Stephen's Day. I had no idea. That's like, it's... I still don't know what it is. That was our, that was Canada's Black Friday before we inhibited, before we inherited uh, actual Black Friday. Mm. Yeah, before Amazon was a thing and before like the American sales mattered to us, uh, it was Boxing Day. Boxing Day would be like when Best Buy put all its best TVs out for their cheapest price. Yeah, it was Black Friday for us. Yeah. We yeah. also have Cyber Monday now. Do you guys do Cyber Monday? Well, we do now because you do. Oh, okay. So you guys have three, like, sale holidays? Uh, I mean, yes. Do they still do things on Boxing Day? No. What do you mean? Like, do you guys still have sales on Boxing Day? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That makes more sense, though, because, like, all the Christmas stuff, no one's going to buy after Christmas. So you mm-hmm. put it on sale to get rid of it to refill your inventory. Wait, so what's that your... Makes- What's your December 26th usually like? It's December 26th. It's really? It's nothing. It's a nothing day, yeah. Just the day after Christmas? 
That's it. There's no oh, holiday buddy. there. We're we're celebrating for we're getting ready for New Year's, bro. We're we're, we're stacking up on uh, fireworks. Oh and wow! Cherry bombs. Wow. No, over here it's all like you know. Head on down to your local, uh, whatever, uh, to go and grab yourself a TV that you didn't get over Christmas. Mm. I was trying to play the jazz music when when that happened, but that didn't bum, happen. Bum, so. Bum, bum, <sighs> All right, now we can talk about the the world's biggest online tour in history. For if you'd some, like, you know, <laughs> for some reason, I'm so happy that this happened. Like, great job, uh, Thomas Hayden, uh, a friend of the show, longtime friend of Pogi Sports. Does have uh, a podcast too? If you want to check out the Chilling Nay, that's right, that's right. Go and check out the Chilling Nay. How many people were in this one? Seven hundred and sixty-eight seems Boy. like the final number here on Limitless. 768 person online uh tournament. This is more than regionals. This is more than is this more than the international championship? It might be pretty <laughs> darn close. It's pretty close. Wild. And if you could imagine, uh 14 rounds of Pokemon. Yikes. Yeah. And of course, we do have the plus top, top four plus top cut. Exactly. Here, if I bring up Top Cut, actually. Oh, it was 14 rounds of Swiss and then Top Cut? Then Top Cut. Hey, yo. Okay, we do have the uh, top four over here. Uh, what was the pricing like in this one? Uh, should be under details. Oh, yeah. 350 for the first place person, 175 for second, $100 for third and fourth, $25 for fifth to eighth, $20 for ninth to the 16th. Uh, 1160 total prizing. Right. Uh, and then just to add, just to add some little fun to it, uh, he put a bounty. It was pretty much like $100 to the uh, highest placing team with a Delibird, $50 to the next, and 25 to the one after that. Yeah, there was a Delibird rental going around just because. That's cute. And, and then $5 to Toys for Tots for every Delibird team. And then the rental was available too. If Amazing. you guys want to know the Delibird team, it is a... What is it? Uh, Urshifu Rapid Strike, Golden Go with Leftovers, Incineroar with a Guavberry, Iron Boulder. Ooh, okay. Rillaboom and Delibird with a Focus Sash, Fake Out, Tailwind, Helping Hand, Icy Wind. Full support Delibird. That's fine. Listen, if you're going to Delibird, that's the way to do it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just scrolling through all of these. But it looks like the first time that I'm seeing a Delibird is in the team that came in 36th. <laughs> the fact that that team did how well? 36th. Well, I know, but like a overall seven score. And three. Seven, seven and three. Seven and three. Brother made day two with the Deli Bird almost. <laughs> wow. That's Earned impressive. Earned their $100, absolutely. Honestly, wow. So yes, we do have the top four uh, from this. Top four was Darts, Neil, Robbie, and Zardines. Uh, Zardines... Came in with a Chiyu, Ndidi, Iron Crown, Landorus, Tornadus, and Rapid Strike Urshifu. So we're seeing the Ndidi, Iron Crown uh, combination start up. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. You don't have to run a uh, Trick Room to run Psy Spam anymore. And honestly, this might be what... Something similar to this or in this realm of like Psy Spam, no Trick Room might be what I mm -hmm. try out for, for Charlotte once we get there. It It is very interesting, right? Like now you have a team that doesn't have any kind of gimmicks. Like you don't have a uh, trick room. You don't have, I'm not even seeing any kind of like escape, uh, escape pack or escape button or anything like that. Eject mm -hmm. button. Uh, 
that like you would kind of see on on teams like this. Uh, Tornadus here has just a regular old focus sash, so all it's meant to do is set up Tailwind and skedaddle into yeah. uh, into Indeedy. You can set up Rain Dance too. Sure, sure. What would the Rain Dance be for? For for Rapid Trigger, Shifu, and also Sansir Storm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you Sansir get to boost Storm. that up too. That is true. And then Sheer Force Landorus with Sansir Storm. Uh, what's the second thing on Sansir? It it uh, burns you. Sears burn? the sand. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets rid of that, but you, who gets cares? You get to do super boosted damage with it, so it doesn't actually matter. Mega power. Yeah, and then plus Chiyu to make all of the... Oh, no, we're back into special special meta. Yeah, yeah. We went from full physical to full special really quickly yeah. here. <laughs> this is pretty much every special Pokemon in the game plus an Urshifu Rapid Strike. Uh, the other cool thing here is with the Torn also, the Iron Crown loses the weakness to fire as well. So having a Steel type in rain is indirectly very beneficial to it as well right perfect all right uh moving on we've got robbie who went in with a king gambit ogre pond fluttermane registeel landorus and latias that's i a haven't fun seen a team. latias in a while but ooh, look at that what Rocky is a mist ball hold on i'm confused oh it was buffed i know that about this oh mist ball i just typed in <laughs> i know that about this looks it up <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know that it was changed, but I don't know exactly how. Uh, it looks like Mistball used to have a base power of, I think, 85. Um, and now it is 95. And still it used to have a base 50%. power of 50. Because where I'm looking has a different move. Uh, 70. Where I'm looking has a different, has the old move. So I'll okay. let you talk. Yeah. So you're saying the Mistball used to have a base power of? 70. With a 70. PP of 5 only. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, no, Mistball now uh, has a base power of 95 and still right. has the 50% chance of lowering the target special attack. So it is a better psychic. Yeah, essentially. Just okay, so it's, better it's actually uh, an exclusive move that is worth it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Landorus Incarnate. Landorus Incarnate, and this could be because of um, Raging Bolt that we were talking about earlier. You know, ground type stock, uh, ground ground type stocks, yeah. ground type stonks are going up. So, if you got a ground type that does super effective special damage to a raging bolt, it's probably a good one. It is very interesting though to see this lander is running sludge bomb and earth power, uh, both moves that again boosted by boosted by sheer force uh, have their mm. secondary effects removed. Lander is running earth power instead of sandsteer storm, um, and then sludge bomb just not having the ability to poison. But doing massive damage, especially when you have that terror type poison, like it's gonna do quite a bit. Also, Reggie Steel. That's a Pokemon I didn't consider, but yeah, it does get clear body. You can't lower its stats. Right. It oh, does wow, have heavy yeah. slam. You can deal with flutter mains like that. Uh he Iron also has a flutter main just to have a flutter main. Wow. Yeah, that's yep. that's a Pokemon I feel like I slept on, but yeah, that sounds good. Sounds scary. Get it going. Water Terra, the fire types can't even deal with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil came in second, running a Fluttermane, Incineroar, Rillaboom, Rapid Strike, Urshifu, Tornadus, and Raging Bolt. There is that first uh, sighting of an Incineroar in top four, as That's we were kind of team. expecting it to be. Yeah, knockoff, Parting Shot, Flare Blitz, and Fake Out. Not using the helping hand that we kind of expected some Incineroars to be playing mm -hmm. around with for a while, but just kind of using what works. 
Yeah, this team is still very physical, but they added the Raging Bolt to have at least some kind of a special presence as well. Right. As you can see, a lot of Raging Bolts do go for Grass Terra, which is, might be another reason why the Landers Incarnate is such an ideal option for um, for going for Sludge Bombs. Or oh, just Poison Terrors in general. Yeah, yeah Sludge yeah, Bombs yeah. will hurt a lot. I feel like there is there no like special flying type move that it could use. No, really, no, not that wow. it learns. Wow, because I I would imagine that that's like if it got bleak no, wind broken, but yeah. it doesn't. But it do not. Yeah, thunderclap, dragon pulse, calm mind, and protect. So there that is. You just set up the calm mind on your first turn with raging bolt. Uh, you hit them with a big old thunderclap the next turn, and they're they're gone. He's dead, Jim. Uh, Tornadus is there as well with Bleak Wind and Tailwind. Uh, Rollaboom's there to continue to be Rollaboom. Uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu is there to continue to be Rapid Strike Urshifu. Yes, you've got Fake Out on Rollaboom. But now you've also got it on Incineroar. So the double and Fake Out. This is back to what I was saying before. It's like Fluttermane's not gone yet. It's still winning tours. Yeah, right? yeah. It's still doing well. But you do have a change in the Fluttermane backline. If anything, looking at this... This whole tournament, I would say the one Pokemon that took a huge step back would be what you mentioned uh, maybe last episode, the episode before, Iron Hands. Yes. Huge step back. Gigantic. There is more Landorus Incarnate in top 16 than Iron Hands. Yeah. <laughs> like how many really Landorus true, Incarnate huh? you see and like only like two or three Iron Hands. Mm. So the, the basic core has changed. But it still yeah. does include this Fluttermane. Yeah. It's, it's hard to replace, man. Mm-hmm. Flutter's going to be really hard to replace for a very long time. So sitting at the top, having won 14-0 and 0 in Swiss and then going on to win 4-0 and 0 in Top Cut, that's Darts. Darts came Yo. in with an Entei, Ogre Pond, Fluttermane, Raging Bolt, Chen Pao, and Landorus Therian. And if you don't see this team kicking around in the next little bit, then I don't know why. But I'd be you're going to see this team. Entei. Entei pretty Entei. much walking in to this yeah. meta saying, step aside, Arcanine. I have Sacred Fire Burns. I have Stomping Tantrum, Extreme Speed 2, and also can Snarl. Inner Focus means it can't get fake outed. Normal Terra means it can't get Hydro Pumped. Right. I don't know. You can run an Assault Vest on this thing and not care while still having the chance to burn things. It's scary. And if you thought that you missed Intimidate, no, you still got Landorus in the back ready to hit you. Right. Yeah, that's interesting seeing that that fire type uh, change from an Intimidator to instead you can't Intimidate me. So mm-hmm. just switching that that Intimidate for Inner Focus. Uh, having the Terra type more normal is for the same reason as any Arcanine, right? It's like you, can, you have your uh, times 1.5 uh, extreme speeds. Right, plus, you've got your Wellspring Ogre Pond to soak up any water from Entei. So you can uh, switch that out for that instead with the Water Absorb. Um, Horn, Horn Leech, Ivy Cudgel, Follow Me. Spiky Shield is pretty normal. Raging Bolt, again, with safety goggles. We're seeing all these different kinds of Raging Bolts uh, kicking around in, in tournaments like these. This one has safety goggles. Uh, Terror type Electric. So now we're actually trying to make the Electric type moves hit harder. Not necessarily yeah. with a calm mind because there's no calm mind on this set, but replacing that calm mind, in fact, for a thunderbolt. So now you have the priority uh, electric move. You have the regular electric move that just does a lot of damage. Plus, you've got Draco Meteor and Protect. So, I mean, it's a really good set on that, too. 
I'm going to divert our attention real quick to mm. one of the most big brain things I've seen in a very long time. Uh-huh. And respect to Darts for, for testing this out and bringing it all the way to the very end of the tournament. Chen Pao. Yeah. Stellar Terra Chen Pao. Not a single Terra Blast in sight. You might think to yourself, why would you still Stellar Terra the Chen Pao? That's because Stellar Terra offers you no kind of defensive options. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, Chen Pao has Focus Sash. Doesn't right. need a defensive option. But what Stellar Terra does offer you is grant you a boosted Ice Spinner, which means you mess up those Fluttermane calcs that are EV to live in Ice Spinner mm-hmm. without sacrificing your typing, while also giving you stab on your Sacred Sword and stab on your Sucker Punch for one turn. That's always nice. But the thing is, Chen Pao's switched over to Icicle Crash recently because of, you know, Fluttermane's getting more defensive and EVing to live the Ice Spinner. Icicle Crash is a little bit harder to calc for and also has the flinch chance. Now, you can run Ice Spinner again to actually stop the size Spammers because Icicle Crash can't stop size Spam. Right. So you Ice Spinner to stop the size Spam, you Ice Spinner to stop the Rillabooms, and you also have the Stellar Terror for when you need to knock out Fluttermanes. Oh, now that's interesting because like over two turns as well, Right, you use Ice Spinner on the first turn, you get rid of the terrain, the psychic terrain, and then the next turn you can then go and hit a sucker punch. You won't have gone down in the first turn because you yeah. have the focus sash. So you still got those two attacks off. Not only do you get rid of the terrain, but you also do big damage. And both of those attacks that you used have the benefit from from Stellar. Mm-hmm. So like that, yeah, that's it's, that's yeah, pretty powerful. Focus yeah. sash mons might actually want to run Stellar because. You're focused, Sash. Your, your intention isn't to live anyway, right? Your intention right. is to hit harder. And why would you only hit harder with one move when you can hit harder with four or three? I would like to kind of test out um, Sacred Sword versus Terra Blast. Because, like, having, having the Terra Blast option would probably be pretty good. But uh, I'm curious what Sacred Sword is, is there for, for it to... Um, you know, be there over something that, that does more damage. Yeah, tell me. It cracks through the Archaladon's defenses because it ignores defenses. Cracks through the Archaladon's defenses. The stamina so, pluses? Mm, I see. Yeah, I when guess. you get stamina plus to six, Sacred Sword ignores all boosts. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Huh, Okay. Okay, sure. But like does does that happen more often than needing to crack a terastalized Pokemon? I don't know. Mm, no idea. Yeah. Would would need some testing. But I'm glad that there is an actual use for, for Sacred Sword. It does make sense. And for sense. Stellar? Uh, there's a use for Stellar here with the Gen Pow. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty interesting. See, and that's that's kind of where I'm where my head's at with uh, Stellar right now is that like, yeah, everybody is kind of poo pooing it and saying that it's not that great of a of a mechanic. But I think the really smart people are the ones who are going to actually win tournaments with this because it they figured out what makes it good and why they can and when they can and can't use it. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Anyway, Darts uh, didn't learn what it was like to lose with it. So <laughs> <laughs> Darts is probably feeling pretty good about that right now, actually. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, that said, that's that's going to be a Pokesports. Hey, we made uh, it. Big congrats to Tommy for Tommy Tuesdays uh, blowing up the way that it did. 
Uh, great to see, great to see grassroots pokies, uh, grassroots pokey sports, grassroots Pokemon and esports uh, thriving like that. Which is essentially pokies, grassroots Pokemon esports. esports. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, uh, if you want to go and watch some stuff this week, uh, Kevin's been getting a whole ton of of uh, videos out there um, on Regulation F, which thankfully we have confirmation is the correct yes. <laughs> regulation, in fact. Um, we have been playing the right one the whole time. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go and watch that on youtube.com slash pokesports. Um, plenty of places up. to go and watch. You can also watch on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokesports. If you want yes. to see actual competitive, like hardcore competitive, uh, Kevin has his team that he's, uh, he's put together and is using that on a fresh cartridge. I'll be doing the same for Regulation F. Um, so that'll be over there if you want to go and see that um we'll also be starting up our regulation f league now that our regulation league has wrapped up uh so go on over to patreon and get ready for that that's what are we gonna call this one the the i don't know the free the free except it won't be free i don't know i don't know (laughs) we'll figure it out there (laughs) anyway we'll see you next time thanks so much for listening Bye-bye. Bye-bye.